This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. Rise up. The answer lies in the heart of battle. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Hadouken! This week, we finally check out the debut of Spawn in Mortal Kombat 11. Then, in our final stage review, we also check out My Hero Academia 1 Justice 2. Has Plus Ultra improved? Find out this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select Start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. and welcome back. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks, I hope everybody is coping and bearing and doing their best to get through these really interesting times. I know you get tired of hearing that, but it is true. It's inevitable. I mean, we can't we can't get out of this right now. This is a situation that we're going to have to kind of bear with for quite a while, and it's hard. Uh, I, I can tell you this. You can get through it. There's no way in hell I can't. I don't believe you can get through it. There's, we've been through so much in our lives. Me personally, I've had my own trial and tribulations, and still wonder how the hell I've been able to do it. But if you, you know, do the right things, if you be smart, if you be be patient, we will get through this, and everything should be back to normal within time. And just during that time, please take care of yourself take care of those around you please take care of the elderly they definitely need help and definitely take care of you especially if you don't have you know if you're not feeling well if you're not you know if you don't have the immune system that's capable enough to handle this and it doesn't matter you could be young and still be affected by this if you have a bad immune system so you know there's so much information that we need to know and we won't cover it here because we're here to talk other things but it's important that we do keep in mind and imprint this in your mind to be safe keep others safe and be patient and be strong through this whole entire thing so what we're going to do here is try to entertain you within not even try we're going to entertain you for the hour that we have here or more talking about our favorite fandom and that's gaming we got some news to talk about and as you heard we got a review to talk about as well so let's get to it let's not waste any time i have to talk about this we got to start to show off with this. A lot of media sites announced that Sony was going to announce some information, some news about the PlayStation 5. They actually did say that they were going to drop the release date and some other information regarding uh, PlayStation 5. So to tune in at 12 Eastern, which is, uh, I believe, 9 Pacific Standard Time, we chime into a live uh uh, live feed in on youtube myself and thousands of others around the world waiting to hear this great news waiting to hear the release date maybe some more specs uh information which we did get uh as well as some other questions this is going to be cross compatible you know what are we going to you know is this what is this going to entail well 
what we got from here is something totally different. Well, for one thing, we never got a release date information. That's the top of the thing. That was falsely advertised and falsely promoted, you know, by a lot of um, sites. I don't know where they got their information, you know, from, but lo and behold, it never happened. I don't know if it was, if, if Sony told them that this was going to happen and didn't happen, that's Sony's fault. Um, if they didn't get it from the source, it's kind of their fault for doing it in a sense by saying that and it wasn't just one you know it wasn't just one uh gaming website it was like a lot of gaming websites that was announcing that this was going to happen and the release date for this system was going to be announced so and and please tell me what uh, please believe when i say this sony dropped the ball with this presentation because while fans were told that um we would be getting announcements which included the release date and upcoming uh, of the upcoming new gen we instead get a deeply detailed spec presentation by lead, uh, lead designer architect mark uh cerny which lasted absolutely lasted 52 minutes and 44 seconds doesn't sound long in extent if you were you know talking about something that people wanted to hear a number of up to almost 8 million fans online watching live became confused, bored, frustrated, and later in the uh, video upset that neither mention of the game's release date nor any sight of any uh, of the exterior design was there or even uh, whether it'll be cross compatible. None of that came out. Mark Cerny may also have been, uh, have not been the right person for this either. Um, this guy, I was first time I saw this guy. Um, first of all, when he came out, I, I I legit thought this dude was Dana Carvey, cause he had the hair just like Dana Carvey, like SNL legend Dana Carvey. I, I, he had the hair just like him, but he also had this really NPR manner, and if you know what I'm talking about, it's that really somber tone. Like this is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. And he talked like that, the same tone throughout the entire presentation. And it, I'm watching it and paying attention to this. And I'm kind of drifting off as he's talking about it. Now, granted, I'm not a developer. I'm not an architect or of any type that is, you know, a tech uh, spec or anything that is involved in this. Any type of engineer that, that will be excited or intrigued about what's going on. There's some things, don't get it wrong. There is some things that I did like that I will talk about that he mentioned. It was, it's not to say that none of what he said was important. It's just that when you're, when you're told one thing and then you're totally getting something else, it throws your mind off. It really throws your mind off. And it's like, okay, I was preparing for this. Now I get this. I'm kind of pissed off here. So that his whole his whole presentation his whole, his whole presentation to me was kind of a fail from that standpoint like it, i mean it makes you really appreciate reggie fils so much when he does when he used to do presentations for e3 or any other presentation back then I, you know i joked about reggie back in the day but like dude is really charismatic he's he's charismatic he's vigorous he's energetic he's assertive he had all of the qualities that met up with Nintendo and made Nintendo, you know, feel like a very fun product. Once you finish hearing what he had to say about everything, he didn't bore you with like like minute details and spec uh, information that really didn't wasn't 
for us. I, I, I don't understand. This was a presentation that was targeted for developers more than fans. And it was more suitable for events like GC, uh, GDC or DICE, for instance. I, I, I don't understand why it was heavily advertised to make it seem like it was a fanfare situation. On, on a side note, you know, it's it, it just the, the, the most funniest things about this, the most entertaining thing about watching this live video were thousands of fans commenting on the chat room with commenting of boring and all Z's meaning they were falling asleep or or some of the most irate comments said in different languages from around the world. So I that to me entertained me and just the visual of Mark of him looking like Dana Carvey. It was just like it, he looked like a dead ringer. He had the glasses on. He had you know the hair that Dana Carvey normally is uh, familiar with. So he, he kind of had that he really did look like he could cosplay he was cosplaying as dana carvey you know he could easily become the church lady or garth from wayne's world easily in a halloween party or in a con event but um it just it really it was just it was such a disappointment with all that is said um there actually were some things that i thought was intriguing about the uh playstation and what they're offering right now with this thing and what they're working on um the things that playstation is doing to help developers freely create better games is something that when it you know when the time comes fans will understand completely through the results of it the execution of it all and the visual uh, examples you know the adding of the uh, sdd you know which developers requested um will be available it will all it will allow them to create games with loading speeds up to this was this was the one that really woke me up uh when i was watching the loading speeds up to five gigs per second that is insane i'm downloading like um nintendo switch games and i'm thinking like 15 minutes is not a, a big deal for a game that probably is maybe i think like uh 13 gigs maybe you know so it's like one gig one uh gig per minute or something like that this is five gigs per second that's awesome that is awesome i mean like geez i mean just even the processing power of that the idea of the processing power of that is just insane you can possibly do what they did with breath of the wild and just make worlds without loading time without moving in other words just all one thing i mean imagine what you do what they could do with that right that's 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 gonna be um that is gonna be a game changer right there um as opposed to like what they used to have too which was like 50 to 100 megabits per second which can be a i mean i, I that's that's insane giving the current status and situation right now i have no idea how much they're going to be charging for this and i got a feeling due to the circumstances if we do get it to somewhat of a recession whether they're going to postpone this for a later date and maybe they maybe the reason why they didn't do a release date is because of the situation right now but even still i would have loved if they would at least mention that on air so um Cerny also mentioned something about making games that will link gamers deeper into the gaming experience psychologically. This one I'm kind of a little bit torn with because I talk about a lot how I do not 
like the idea of VR games or games that try to take your whole entire, you know, psych like, why can't we just enjoy games without it having to go deeper into our psyche? I, 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 I'm a little bit worried about that. I'm always worried about that. Not just because I watched, you know, the first sword art online and freaked out about the idea of people trying to kill you online <laughs> mentally or all these other VR, you know, thrillers that we have, but it's just the idea that something can i can definitely see something happening or go wrong in a, in this situation I, I think you're just i think people are playing with fire when they do this now granted i have not all the you know i'm not very well educated towards the technology that they're using or the understanding and philosophy of how this has worked maybe if i do study it a little bit more maybe i can understand but even still i mean just from hypothesizing this whole situation it just doesn't seem logically ethical in my opinion in my opinion um to do something where people have a means to control your mentality because i'm telling you now me being a you know me doing uh graphic design and web design and, and creating promos and all this stuff there are certain things that people that um add you know advertisement agencies and stuff like that do to work with your mind even even the very colors this there's for those who don't know there is such thing as psychological colors that will enlighten you know your target audience in a way that will attract them in certain ways like that is nothing new but a lot so there's some people who don't realize like the color red how it affects men um the the uh green it yellow and it, it creates uh energetic and vigorous and you know excitement in some cases like there are different colors that will affect people different ways in there and you know promotions and companies use that to their advantage stuff like just something as simple as that so i am wary of how certain companies use technology to manipulate the minds if i look at commercials all the time i look at promotions and commercials all the time and i kind of see right through what to go i feel like neo sometimes when he everybody else is seeing you know the virtual world or the matrix but he sees binary code that's all he sees i kind of see that in the advertisements in certain advertisements when i see how they ever how they promote their product or goods and service i i definitely see through a lot of what they're doing because i've done it myself or i've been involved in certain things that have done myself so i'm a little wary of how they they're doing this and it, it, there's some forms that I, I have I'm skeptical about as far as how much they can manipulate that and then manipulate your mindset so I'm I'll see how that goes from there but I won't bore you with the rest of the uh, because it was just a lot to mention uh, and you are if you're not a developer I wouldn't recommend watching this at all it was just you know if you're if you're a fan waiting to hear the, all of the news that you wanted to hear this is not it this was totally like a dice you know um or uh, game developers conference type of presentation this was not for fans this was for developers only it really was so or people who are intrigued of being developers or whatnot so i would not have recommend that for any of you guys so i would just you know i would i would absolutely step away from that as well so let's go into some better news here um i want to give my thoughts uh we talked about this last week where nintendo uh was going to present uh two new showcases well they actually did 
do that. And uh, last week, they... I mean, not last week, uh, just this week, actually, they presented the Indie Showcase, and they presented uh, about 22 new games from indie developers that have come out. Unfortunately, as I mentioned last week, I was hoping to see Yacht Club Games' uh, uh, Shovel Knight Dig and uh, Mike Herman's um, RetroSoft Games Retromania Wrestling. And none of them was mentioned, unfortunately. Uh, I think it might be they're still under development. So they're showing, if you go to RetroSoft Games, they're sh- and you're a wrestling fan, they're showing, they're constantly showing uh, information like that. Mike Herman is constantly showing information on that page there and, and new developments and such. So he's keeping it going. But I, you know, it's at least we got a release date for Nair's coming out in July. And pre orders are available now. So you could go uh, to their site and do it there. For the. I believe just for the Nintendo Switch right now, and I believe I forgot what the other one was, but um, they are available right now. So the latest uh, games that I won't run, I will run down the names, but I won't go detail into everything. But so some of them I did, I were, I was intrigued with. Uh, Exit uh, the Gungeon <laughs> is uh, being made um, from. Uh, what is this from Dodge Roll and uh, single core single core games? So there's coming out. This is pretty much a um, dungeon climber game. Pretty much just coming out. You got this game that I believe will be a not a game a indie game of the year nomination in the making. The Last Campfire. This is one of those very artistically beautiful uh, adventure games. It's a th- uh, like a total 3D you know, a uh, platform game. And it's made from the people who gave you No Man's Sky, which is developers Hello Games. Um, the last campfire has players discovering beautiful uh, wilderness filled uh, with lost, you know, uh, with, like lost uh, talk and strange creatures and mysterious ruins. And this is pretty much like, it, it has a Breath of the Wild type of feel to it. And it just looks like they went, these guys, Hello Games went above and beyond the realm of uh developing for indies and this is awesome it looks beautiful so just looking at it right now you know this much attention to detail is definitely probably don't be surprised if you see this nominated for the game awards uh next year so we will see um blue fire was another one that was coming out it's kind of had that same vibe as uh as the last campfire there so that'll be coming out from uh graffiti games we also this was an interesting one um baldo uh, from Naps team, uh, which had it's a, a, a team from Italy, but they made this very anime-inspired game. It's an action-adventure role-playing game, uh, and, it, and, and with the character design that looks exactly like um, like a Ghibli anime. So they that will be coming out into summer 2020. You got a game called I Am Dead, which is coming out from. Uh, what is this called? Annapurna Interactive. So that's coming out in 2020 as well. You got BLARC, which is uh, short, which is an acronym for Bio Interstellar Arc uh, Bark, which is coming out late 2020. Uh, you got a game called um, Sina, what is this called? Sea Need in Happiness, I believe. Uh, Freak Op- uh, Freakopolis, which is coming out in summer 2020 as well. Uh, Summer in Mara looks really good too. Uh, a first-person shooter called Quantum League. It looks more like your, you know, common Overwatch type of uh, game. 
and it's coming out in 2000. All these games are coming out this year. Uh, Good Life, uh, Pixel Junk, Eden 2, which is coming out. Uh, a game called Farah. It's coming out. Eden Souls, Blair Blair Witch. Interesting. Blair Witch is coming out. Um, I believe that is a first-person shooter, and um, it's making its way to the Nintendo Switch in 2020. A lot of these games that they announce is going to be time exclusive. I guess it means it's going to be exclusively to the Nintendo Switch, but it'll later come out on other systems as well. So very smart on Nintendo to grab the, some of these games early because the, there are some really good titles. Ghost in, um, of a Tale uh, from Seth CG is coming out. The, I believe it's coming out this year too. It's another action role-playing game as well. Sky, Children of Light coming, uh, which is it's out for the Android and uh ios game but it's coming to the nintendo switch in the summer 2020 so there you go you got uh skyrockets you got super uh what is this? super uh super liminal i guess uh wingspan which is another rt game coming out uh dicey dungeon also come out uh then we have bounty battles which is basically looks like you're kind of uh indie fighting game or looks like a a brawler uh pretty much like super smash brothers right there coming out and it looks like it has some familiar characters from other indie games as well so get ready for that in there and last you got moving out so you got there's some really interesting indie games nothing that particular really stood out for me that i feel like i'm interested in playing right now but it was you know nintendo brings some really good stuff that honestly it just it's something for everybody that's the good thing so I, well, if anything if anything i would say that i would want to check out is definitely the last campfire I, that to me was probably i looked at that and i was like yeah that's that's out of all these games i see that as a definite indie game nominated um title so there you have it right there so um it was it was pretty good i'm looking forward to next week because it looks like if this one actually came out then the rumors of the official uh what is it nintendo direct will be coming out next week as well so i'm i'm gonna be very excited like i said i hope that is not an actual singular uh single title direct i hope it's a title a direct that is going to announce a whole bunch of new great games some new third-party games some new uh triple a games or whatever so i'm looking forward to that and see what's coming up for there or some updates on some games that we're anticipating coming down the line as well but uh, you know i've never watched i don't know if i've ever watched one nintendo direct presentation or showcase video that has let me down always excited to see those things and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing what's coming up there especially now that we don't have e3 coming so expect to see some a lot of video presentations hopefully better than what we saw from sony sony needs to step up even when they did have their you know um their state of play present showcases which was supposed to rival nintendo it was never nowhere near as good so hopefully they are stepping because they have been dragging sony was the marquee of all of this and they kind of still are in a sense but over the last few years of E3, they have not been as exciting. I think the last year that they were exciting is the year that they announced Shenmue, and they announced uh, Final Fantasy VII, uh, and man, was that mind-blowing. And then also Spider-Man uh, from that point on, too. So that was over the last years, and then somehow, some way, the, the years later, they started falling 
uh, falling down and diluting their presentation. Uh, it, it just wasn't the same. It just was not the same. I don't know what that went into. So, And unfortunately, due to the circumstances of the uh, situation of our country, out of the world right now, I don't know how, what they're going to do or how what's going to happen as far as how much these companies are going to be charging when these uh, games are going to be coming out. It's it's you know because because it, there's new information every day. There's changes, rapid changes going on, um, and the stupidity of Generation Z right now, you know, not doing what everybody you know is asking them to do and causing cities to be locked down. It, we don't know which the hell is going to happen now, man. So, uh, man, everybody just get it together and just be patient for God's sake. So, I want to get my thoughts on the demo that came out this week for Trial of Mana Three. Uh, which is out for the PlayStation 4 and the Switch. I don't know if it's out for the Xbox. I hope it is because, you know, people will be missing out if they do. Um, it basically, Trial of Mana uh, is a 3D remake of uh, Seiken uh, Densetsu 3, which uh, they also released a demo for uh, for fans. Uh, and to my delight, I enjoyed every minute of it the minute I turned it on. I loved it. It had because of Square Enix, it has the same vibe that you would um, see from other games. Like you know, the, the control scheme is virtually it's kind of the same as Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, as well. So it is honestly, it's a good alternative if you don't own a PlayStation Four, but you wanted to play Final Fantasy uh, Remake. Uh, Final, fin- I'm sorry, Final Fantasy VII Remake. This may be a good alternative for you. Uh, playing the demo will allow you to transfer all of your data from that to the full game as well, which gives you an advantage. I really, really enjoy this demo. They give you a difficulty level that will uh, give you a great challenge in your uh, journey to breeze right through the game. Uh, or, you know, you, you can pretty much challenge yourself or you can breeze right through the game. So it's like easy to difficult level. Um, I love the fact that Square Enix allows you to have the choice to how and how you play the game because i there's some games that don't do that and i it really pisses me off (laughs) sometimes because sometimes i don't want to be challenged sometimes i just want to take my mind away enjoy the story and the universe that they created and and do that and that's what uh square enix has been doing for their for their games since uh final fantasy 15 if i'm correct so like i said the controls feel very fluid uh it has the same control scheme that Final Fantasy 7 has, Final Fantasy 15 has, and Kingdom Hearts. So it's in that same realm. Very easy, very fluid, uh, and a lot of fun to check it out. Characters uh, and stage design looks beautiful, full of saturated colors and vibrant colors. Um, you can pre-order it now, $49.99. It's coming out April 24th, uh, which is actually the same day as Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, which I've already course you know i did so um that is gonna be out too so if you can get both i highly recommend it i mean honestly don't tell molly but um (laughs) if you already played naruto ultimate ninja storm but you want to play something new i would recommend probably getting this but also if you can afford to get both i would say get both um but it also if you're a naruto fan like i am you're gonna jump on it but if you want something that is a great rpg adventure and i feel like this is going to be after playing it for a the lengthy demo i think this is worth investing in 
I absolutely think this is going to be worth the $49.99 that you're going to have. And when the time comes, I'm going to fully review this and uh, give my all my true thoughts with this as well. So definitely check that out. Capcom also gave you a gift this time to help you uh, get through these situations by releasing the demo to Resident Evil 3. I have not played this game and I refuse to play this game on the account. I have, I have never played. Well, I'm, I ain't going to say never. I'm not going to say I never played a Resident Evil game, but now nah, I'm, I'm, I'm be real with you. I'm, I, I bitch out on those games. I'm a true bitch on those games, cause I look, I'm still like, I'm still messed up about the damn uh, zombie dog trying to jump at me during the first game. I'm like, nope, I'm out, I'm done. <laughs> and that was PlayStation One, mind you. So you know, imagine how I am now that they upgraded that version like five times over. I no, nah, I'm good. Plus, I wasn't a really a big fan of the control of the uh, control scheme and how they, you know, do things. So I'm more of a Devil May Cry and an Unimusha type of dude, which, by the way, I'm still hoping that the other Unimushas come out because I haven't heard anything yet about it. But I am glad that they at least gave us Unimusha one because it reminded me of how much I really love that game. But I really, really am dying to play Unimusha three, which we could easily play on a Nintendo Switch right now. So. Oh, God, I hope they focus on that and just give us that. Because Unimusha is a time-honored classic. Absolutely. Like, what, 1, 2, and 3 were all great games. Even their um, their Super Smash Brothers version, I played so much. I love that game so much. And I hope they just bring all of that back out. Because Unimusha deserves credit. Like I said before, God of War ever came out. We were saying, a lot of people were saying that Unibusha was the greatest trilogy, game trilogy of all time, up to that point. And then God of War came out and just blew it out of the water with their trilogy and such. So um, I hope that it comes out. But again, Trial of Mana 3 comes out April 24th. You can actually pre-order it now on the Nintendo eShop and uh, in uh, the PSN uh, store, the PS store. And uh, I think you will have a lot of fun with that game. I definitely believe that as well. And Capcom, they didn't have a release date for that as well. Uh, they didn't have a release date for uh, Resident Evil 3, but you get to play the demo. Check it out. It's on. So I believe this is the last but not least news that I'm going to talk about before we go into our final stage review. My thoughts on Spawn as he makes his debut on Mortal Kombat 11. I refuse to play my Mortal Kombat until this damn thing comes out, came out. I mean, I played the Joker. What? I, out of all of the dlc that has come out for this season i and i have reason to believe that they're coming out with another season because there's some there's still some um characters that's in the story mode that you fight against that hasn't come out yet and i'm sure people want to play it you know uh sector and um i believe sector and i forgot the other android the androids you haven't played the um you haven't got a chance to or cyborgs you haven't got a chance to play against those and the final boss so i'm sure people want to play against all of those as well but out of all the DLC that they brought out, I, I you know, I, it was cool that they brought the Terminator out. It was cool they brought uh, Joker out. Spawn fits so well in this damn game. It is such a perfect, it is everything that I've ever wanted to see. Remember, I told you, I'd never got a chance to play him on Soul Calibur when it was out on the, uh, what was it, the, the Xbox? Because I never owned the Xbox. And I, I swear to goodness, that was the one reason why I wanted to own an Xbox was to play as Spawn on Soul Calibur. Because at the time, they had exclusive characters for each game system. 
and I owned a GameCube and I owned a PlayStation at the time. So the GameCube had Zelda, which was actually awesome. He was the better. He was the second best one. Heihachi uh, Kashima from um, Tekken was on the PlayStation version. I was like, he was the least favorite. He was he sucked. I honestly, I'm just gonna say he sucked <laughs> for that particular game. But people got spawned on Xbox, and I was so mad. I was so so mad at the time. And I've been waiting for Spawn to make his appearance back on a game. And I, at first, I thought it was gonna be Injustice, but we got him probably more appropriately in this game because he does what he does best, and that's slaughter people <laughs> and dismiss. And Todd McFarlane as you know probably overseen this whole entire thing and you could tell when it comes Todd McFarlane is such a master of detail he is he is one of the best people to pay attention to detail that's why McFarlane toys is legendary because it's all about detail and he doesn't anything that involves his brand he is on it you know he is and this you could tell on his case it's perfect this was just so perfect spawn is i mean like he literally is everything i um was waiting for this was worth the wait i still wish that we were able to hopefully get a, some news on the movie but we didn't and i'm for it's so unfortunate but i'm not mad this was still great despite the fact that we didn't get an announcement for the movie tom mcfarlane um from tom mcfarlane we were giving possibly the best depiction of spawn ever in video games even his own his you know his his uh move set is a mix of symbiotic chains and cape attack uh cape attacks and to limit use and, and limited use of his power because if you if you read the books like he's a very powerful dude but he cannot use all of his power like he really could um and even some weapons like uh some spike bats he has an axe uh and a really cool sword that you, if you really see it it's uh, awesome he also has uh, McFarlane Toys do have a toy line right now that is out. I believe it should be out with him and it has the sword in there. I want a replica of that, like a real life-size replica of that sword. It is awesome. It looks like kind of like the Thundercat sword, but it has Spawn's uh, emblem in the middle instead of like the Thundercat tail. It's 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 awesome as hell. So most of his moves set uh, his most of his move set consists of uh, horizontal commands with some quarter motion uh commands in there but mostly you know left to right pretty much everything uh everything done here for al simmons is so carefully done and to assure that ca the characteristics the essentials and the feel of spawn was there i mean best assure that it's like if you're a fan of the comic there's nothing that you saw in there that is just inaccurate and on top of that his gear his customizable gear i love going i mean like i'm all over the time tower mode just to get all that gear because he has some of the coolest uh capes and and um and boot set and everything and in the gauntlets is every bit is awesome all of it i i just i'm so i i'm just makes me mad that they made him last but literally they did save the best for last we waited a whole year for it and i'm telling you now it was worth the wait so if you need a reason to get Mortal Kombat, I think Spawn is absolutely without a, any doubt. Spawn is the reason why you should get Mortal Kombat 11. Aside from the fact that it's a really great fighter with a really great storyline and some epic stuff. The production in this game is absolutely awesome. And the addition of Spawn just makes it over the top. So 
man jump at it i am telling you i am a very happy man right now and i've even so much as even started reading spawn again as a result you know i as you know in the last episode i um reviewed the entire three seasons of the show i am like it this is when i was loving being a comic book fan when i saw this so uh when i when i used to read books like this and you know the uh 90s you know boom period of marvel and image i really really enjoyed this i loved it to death it's so enjoyable i haven't played this much mortal Kombat since it first came out so go out of way to check it out it's worth getting the season pass now with all of these every character honestly every character is good i just i'm uh, i've only wanted it for spawn everybody else is just extra you know uh cherry on the top type of content for me as well so go ahead and check it out you won't be wrong you will not be disappointed folks that will do it for this segment we're going to take a break come back and go to our final stage review of my hero academia one justice two we're going to check and see if there's an if there's an improvement in this we'll find that out right after this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Hebert, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! We are back with our final stage review, and it is my review of My Hero Academia 1 Justice 2 for the Nintendo Switch, uh, PlayStation 4, I believe Xbox as well has it, and this is the follow-up to the original One Justice that came out in 2018, which is an arena fighter much similar to Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm, but it's kind of like Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Lite, if you will. So. The follow-up to One Justice has arrived with some improvements that make the first game that make this game actually much more enjoyable this time around. The story of this is based on the recent season and saga, uh, which has our Midoriya uh, and the other heroes against Overhaul and of uh, the Yakuza and the League of Villains. So we get a lot of new characters added to the game, as well as uh, characters of the first game to count up up to forty playable characters that you can fight and use to assist you in the game 
much like the last game, you create a team of three via Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm style to help you battle through a lot of the story mode, the arcade mode, and other modes in there, especially their new mission mode, which we're going to talk about as well. So we have all that. And I want to talk about the story mode first because, you know, this was this is the way they're going to do it. This is the way that they're going to handle it. I wanted them to improve on this, but um this is not changed from the first game which had a lot of fans hoped it will after you know because we we're used to playing you know ultimate ninja storm which had a huge presentation and then we played dragon ball xeno first which had a huge presentation storyline and everything cg cutscenes or you know and you know real-time cutscenes or whatnot and even recently with uh dragon ball kakarot as well hell even super uh dragon ball heroes had a you know real time you know cuts you know uh cut scenes with it as well so um the manga style presentation recaps events from the recent saga involving midoriya meeting with uh new heroes like uh mirio tagata uh aka lamillion fat gum and many more and facing a new threat uh of yakuza captain overhaul as he creates chaos by experimenting on the daughter of his mob boss to create a new drug which would enhance or erase other people's quirks because i remember seeing in some of the episodes it actually enhanced some of the quirks and then it did some of the it erased some of the other ones as well much like before you have uh, a lot of narrative based on uh the hero side of things and the villain side of things once you complete the hero's story mode of it as well so it bring it stretches it all out and the replay value does raise up a bit because of that because you're constantly playing in that mode and when you do so playing through each stage you unlock a lot of things as well so this time around they did added more cgi cutscenes. it's not like there isn't any cgi cutscenes, but they added a little bit more i think there's like about eight that spreads out throughout the entire game the story mode in here so i mean they they're they last about a few seconds or whatnot it's, i mean it's 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 good it's okay i still think just for the amount of money that they're paying they could give us more than that but nothing like what you enjoy from dragon ball or naruto games which many feel that this uh this series and this uh franchise needs more better treatment when it comes to presentation video game presentation uh and such but unfortunately once again what we really don't get is the english dub voice cast which is really good i mean the whole it's the whole funimation cast you know yeah uh, what is it uh uh chris sabot uh sabot and you got kyle habert who now is finally joining in he plays uh fat gum in here as well and you know none of them are there to reprise the roles in here in this game uh for you to and if they did i think it would have been a, even more enjoyable than it is not to say it's not enjoyable at all but adding that would have added a little bit more you know uh emphasis into the game especially for our u.s fans who love these voices and these actors so i do want to note that while i they do they don't use uh u.s actors for games out mostly outside of dragon ball and naruto they did use these their characters their um the people for one punch man uh game but then again one punch man is a i believe if i'm correct that's not a uh that's not funimation that's this video so that might be something different on that end um of why there is voice acting for that one as opposed to 
you know, it might have been a decision of Viz Video. I'm not a Viz Media. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what goes down when it comes to these contracts or anything. But I just know that whenever it comes down to any of these anime related games, but uh, when it comes to Funimation, only the only two games that I see that ever gets voice acting from American uh, voice actors is Naruto and Dragon Ball. Not, then again, Naruto is Viz Media. Dragon Ball is Funimation and Toye. Um, I'm playing. I'm I'm replaying um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure right now, and there's no English. Then again, I think at the time when that game came out, they didn't do voice uh, audio. Uh, they didn't have um, any ADR scripts for that uh, series at the time, like they do now. So that could be the situation with that. But unfortunately for My Hero Academia, we don't get those voices at all. So I mean, that's a, that's somewhat of a downer doesn't take away from the entire experience of the game but it, it would have added so much more to it uh the controls uh here the control scheme actually for the game seem to have improved this time around in my opinion because as it feels a lot smoother in its movement and the ability to dodge projectiles and other moves is a major plus and I, it was definitely needed for the last game because you barely were able to move away from certain attacks or certain uh, things that were coming at you. So this was a needed thing and it, it makes the game, you know, a little bit more intuitive and a lot more engaging to play now because you're able to maneuver and strategize how you're going to, you know, go up against the enemy now. Pulling off quirks and attacks are pretty much the same as which you all uh, as before, but again, much more fluid this time around. You can feel it. Like I've, I've recently played the original game, but I played this one. There's, it, it's tighter. It feels tighter. It feels smoother. It feels a little bit more. Uh, it, there's a lot more fluidity to it as well. Um, the other new feature is the ability to uh, use your assist characters. Because if you remember before, you can, you know, once the gauge meter is full, you can uh, command your assist characters to assist you and help beating down your enemies and opponents. But this time around, you can now. Uh, use your assist characters and they can uh, you can get them to use your plus ultra move their plus ultra moves on the enemy if you want them to if your uh, plus ultra gauge is full so you could use that for your uh, for your actual assist characters instead which adds on a lot and it changes the strategy of the game play this time around so I like that they added that on it, it really changed up and if you got if you have up to three plus ultra gauges you can do rather the plus ultra attack would it consist of all three of them or you could do two plus ultra attacks for each character at the same time instead of you. So it's you can change up all the time, you know, every single time and kind of throw your opponent off a bit on how you're attacking, how you're going to approach that uh, their strategy against them. So I do like that. It, 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 they've done a great job on the control and fighting uh, aspect of this whole thing. So I do like that. But what's most improved to me the biggest change to me is the mission mode because last mission mode on the first game it wasn't as fun it was a little bit more it was a little more difficult to play because the difficulty level was high on uncertain parts of it and then also um you didn't under quite understand how it actually worked the actual um the navigation of this thing worked and how it plays in and how are you able to maneuver i there were some there were some stages in the game that i could not i had a, such a hard time getting through and i didn't get through all of the mission mode but and eventually after a while i was just like all right i'm just gonna stick to the story mode or whatever from there but this mission mode i love i absolutely love this here 
you join an agency much like the characters in the series do when um and you end up patrolling around to stop crime in these different areas each time you complete an area you and your teammates level up and become stronger so there's an rpg element added to this portion of it as well you all um you're allowed to replay those missions and level up uh which i highly recommend because it makes a lot of harder missions or higher level missions a lot more easier to complete if you do it that way you also acquire special cards when you um, when this which helps gives you extra abilities throughout the game and some of them actually gives you a handicap there was one in particular that i put on and i didn't understand why but i had no energy but i had three plus ultra moves but it gave them because i was already um leveled up to that end it gave the enemy a chance to if i if they hit me once i'm done but it gives me the opportunity to use plus ultra the bad part is when you use plus ultra even all three of plus ultras and you are able to connect with your enemy it doesn't deplete their gauge their hp gauge nowhere near to the point that they are going to beat the game so you have to be untouchable you got to be like really good or high really high level in order to do that in order to use that so i would recommend using that card when you're a lot stronger and all you need to do is just you know and you're at a level where like you're at level 20 this person's on level three that's when you can use it so that right there so it, there's some things that, there's some cards in there that are made for challenge in there um this mission mode was a big improvement i absolutely enjoy it immensely and this is a very fun aspect of the sequel and brings more balance um than what the previous mission mode did and didn't have so i i think that's a big plus for them uh customizable mode this feature to me was also a big improvement because it allows you to customize your characters with various items mostly items from other characters that you can use for your your particular character like uh you know um midoriya can wear um you know bakugo's you know gear if you wanted to or grand torino's uh mask if you want to and do all cool um like really look different from what you normally do um this time around they have a lot more items than they have and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they have more characters as well you know you got your characters from the last game and you got characters from the new game so there's more to customize around and make your character completely different and really cool looking so i i, I enjoy what they did and um you know of course when you play through the story mode and you play through the mission mode you unlock more items and you make more you know currency to be able to unlock and buy new gear for whatever the case uh, may be for whatever character that you your main character is going to be so um this time around bandai namco added more customizable you know content to that and i really really like what they did so overall overall this game while it's not the best or even a standout to other anime related uh video games is a solid fun experience for fans of the series if this game was in arcades like in the late 90s this would have been a hit no doubt like bar none however the fans definitely want more bang for their buck and more fanfare for their funds and with it being 49.99 the game that uh, you know for it's a 49.99 game that also has a season pass which also i believe is 19.99 so you're paying about 70 bucks for this game i feel that the price is way too steep for a game that doesn't give you its all that's that's legit like while this is a very fun game i know the game i know there are games out there for that same price that gives you so much more 
Uh, and we just talked about Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, that game went out for the same exact price. Actually, I think it even was like for $59.99. And plus the season pass. It's That's worth every penny I got from it. Okay? That, that was worth every damn penny it has got. This, nah. This needed to be toned down a bit as far as price. Like... I, I wouldn't even recommend I wouldn't even recommend this. I mean, even if you're a fan, I I do recommend this game, but I also recommend getting this when it's on sale. Unfortunately, and this is real, and it's only because it I feel like they, they could have done so much more in the form of um production and presentation with this. I like the the story mode with the uh manga style story mode is okay, but yeah, no man, not compared like this this series has become a very popular anime series much like dragon ball naruto um bleach all those cats and all those um shows i really believe that they could have given us the treatment and didn't just recently they broke box office records with their movie so now more than ever they should have been able to jump on you know jump on this while the iron's hot you know strike when the iron's hot get the actual uh voice actors you know they have the they didn't the thing is about it when it comes to the presentation they didn't even have to do new audio they have all the adr scripts there they could have just grabbed the audio that they had from the funimation studios put it on the game for the for the english cat and that's it i don't understand why they, they didn't do that so to me that was a ball dropper uh, for the game and you know just other things but while the game has improved the lack of presentation in english dub just holds it back um and to what it really can uh, like i i would have loved for them to have a awesome story mode with this and do something much like they did with um ninja storm and all that stuff like it this could have been a really really big experience but this just feels like a quick a, a really quick cra uh cash grab to me but it does have some things so with that said if I'm going to grade this, it'll be a B minus because it does have potential to do so much more and it has improved, but it just not for $49.99, not $49.99. This is like a $39.99 game with possibly a and any furthermore with a season pass with I think only three characters that is going to be unleashed with some other things. Now, that season pass should be $9.99. The this whole thing should be $39.99 at best at best in fact truth be told to to um snk's credit they made more um samurai showdown 40 bucks with a season pass of $19.99 that was fair that was fair right there they should have done the same thing and i just think they were reaching out they need to give fans the, the experience to stop really stop um you know underestimating the my hero academia uh, franchise it's been out for a while it's a very popular series i think they should really and it's been proven by the box office sales so i, I honestly go for it. but like i said if you're a fan of this if you're a fan of my hero academia it's a great thing to take on the road and a quick you know fun gameplay just wait till it goes on sale it's an enjoyable game it has some things to offer I just think that $49.99 is a little bit too steep. So hold off for that. But it definitely go out of your way to check it out when that time comes. It you'll have a lot of fun if you, as a fan. It's it's it it doesn't glitch. There's no bad, there's nothing wrong with it. Now, I, I do want to say, speaking of that, there is some slowdown 
in the Switch version because it does go really fast. If this was on PC or um, or 4K, I think this would have been the frame rate would have been much faster. But there are times when the gameplay gets so quick it tends to slow down just for a second and then it goes back in so there is some slowdown but it you barely notice it it takes nothing away from it um but other than that it's a fun game it is a fun game it's just not like uh it's not mm -mm, no no way it hell is a 50 dollar game so folks that will do it for this edition of select start thank you guys so very much and again please Stay strong, be smart, be safe, keep everybody else safe out there. This Sunday, honestly, again, because due to the circumstances of everything, I have no idea what the hell I'm going to do. There is a possibility that I will talk about any news that comes up this week, but most likely, um, I am watching Future Avengers on Disney+, Plus, which is the anime, the, um, the Marvel anime that they uh, got the rights to and brought it there. Uh, I definitely probably their chances are that i will talk about that this sunday on talk to online so stay tuned for that and uh see what i think about that but any other news from there we're gonna try to our best to keep it going from here and um there's always something to review or something like that like i said so we'll see definitely go out of your way to check us out you still uh, can check out the spawn episode that i uh had which uh thank you to everybody who reached out on that and uh i had some you know had some really uh good people complimenting about that and saying how great the content is and whatnot so um i really appreciate that at, uh in, in deeply so um go out of your way to check that out you can go on to talktomlive.com check out all of the episodes there you can go to spotify you can subscribe there you can subscribe on iHeartRadio, pop uh apple podcast google podcast stitcher podbean uh, Pocket Cast and all Amazon devices there. So it's plenty of content. You can also go to our exclusive page on TalkTimeLive.com to check out all of our interviews, our past interviews from some of the fa uh, your favorite uh, actors, game developers, or whatnot that there. And uh, hopefully, with when everything goes back into order, there will be much more to come. Because again, before this stupid uh, pandemic. There was a lot of plans going on and everything's still up in the air right now. So we don't know down the line. So keep your fingers crossed, but keep the strength going. Keep strong, keep it going and keep it growing always. So folks, that will do it. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life and love all things more than ever. Anime, comics, movies and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Talk to you soon. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.